This is Charlotte Donlin, and you're listening to Hope for the Lonely. Learn more about my first book, The Great Belonging, and my other writing and work at charlottedonlin.com. A few days early, I'm going to do something a little different. Stay with me while I share someone's soul story of loneliness with you and ask you to help provide hope and encouragement to this person and others who may feel the same way. I never thought I would be someone who didn't have a friend to talk to about anything. I do, sort of. All my closest relationships are sort ofs. Most of my relationships are with people I would go out to eat with if a group got together, but they're not people I'd call upon if I'm hurting or struggling or buried in myself. I'm an introvert, but I'm the healthiest when I have a few close people around. Now I have friends who live a little far away, are a little too busy, whose lives are separated from mine by work, family, or changes in beliefs. I've yet to figure out how to be an adult, still single, with a job that's boring and unfulfilling, and not feel lonesome almost all the time. That's a response I received for the online anonymous survey for this episode, when I asked for a soul story of loneliness. I describe soul stories as stories that touch our souls and the essence of who we are in some way. Our lives are made of stories, but some of our stories are more foundational to who we are, to who we have become. Our soul stories are the stories that form us and impact how we interact with God, others, and ourselves. My guess is this individual is not alone in his or her experiences and sense of loneliness. I don't think this sort of loneliness is isolated to people who are single or people who have jobs that are boring and unfulfilling. 26 people responded to the survey for this episode, but I think this person is touching on something that's common among many people. So I'm going to focus on his or her responses in this episode, and then I'm going to ask you to help this person out. Okay, sad note. The reason I use anonymous surveys or questionnaires or whatever you want to call them is because I want to invite other voices into Hope for the Lonely episodes. This is a solo show. I don't have guests, at least not right now, because having someone on to discuss their loneliness feels kind of intense to me. I'm all for authentic and vulnerable conversations. I just don't know if those conversations between guests and me need to be broadcast to the world. I may have live guests on occasion in the future, but our conversations will not be as soul-bearing as some of the survey responses I'm receiving. I love that people are responding to the surveys, and I really appreciate their willingness to share their experiences. All right, so back to this responder. I'm going to say each question I asked on the survey and this person's responses to each question. Then, if you can, please check out the open survey for episode six. I'd love for others in the audience to share how these responses resonate, to share how they can relate, to share how this person's responses help others know they aren't alone in their loneliness. I hope to receive several responses to the open survey for episode six so we can offer hope to this person and others. Please note that the questions for this survey for episode five required a bit more vulnerability than most of my other surveys. That's what happens when we talk about the stories of our souls. I hope that won't deter people from checking out future anonymous surveys for Hope for the Lonely episodes and responding to them. 
Some of them are lighter than others. I promise. All right, stay with me while I read the questions and answers from this survey. I think it's important to share all of it because I want people to know they aren't alone in their loneliness. The second question on the survey was, if your soul's story of loneliness doesn't have an ending yet, what ending would you like to see? This person answered, I want to have a few people who are close friends in practice, as well as in theory or depending on circumstances. I know I'll always be lonely sometimes. I just wish it wasn't my default setting. The next question I asked was, what feelings bubble up when you think about your soul stories of loneliness? He or she responded saying, sorrow, hopelessness, guilt that I am unhappy, fear of aging and dying alone. When I asked, what gives you hope for your soul stories of loneliness and how, are, and how they are unfolding in your life? The response was, sometimes it helps to know similar stories from other people. The next question was, how does connecting with God's larger story of creation, the fall, redemption, and restoration impact your view of your soul stories of loneliness? The response was, it helps me see existence beyond myself and to feel my loneliness less oppressively. It confirms that fellowship and community are good and that sadness and loneliness are temporary. And for the final question, I asked, do you have any additional thoughts you'd like to share about the stories of loneliness that touch your soul and the essence of who you are in some way? He or she responded saying, I have sinned in ways I didn't expect I would ever do. These sins isolated me from people, even though they were largely internal and not visibly and not visible directly and didn't involve my friends or church or family. And in the loneliest times, living in the pit of shame and guilt I dug for myself so that I had those feelings to struggle with, as well as the loneliness that I was trying to escape by sinning, one balm was the stories of other people who were also imperfect and lonely and desperate and foolish and who were yet redeemable yet valuable, even lovable, people whose stories still mattered. That gives me hope, sometimes at least. Okay, I'm not going to try to solve or alleviate this person's loneliness right now. I could say some things that may or may not be encouraging to this individual. I could share my experiences and some truths from Scripture that may or may not help. Thanks for listening to Hope for the Lonely. Learn more about my writing and work at charlottedonlin.com.